0: Blog Talk Radio. Hello, you all. Welcome to the Good Girls Guide to Being Wrong and Happy. You are here with your co-hosts, Stephanie Richardson. That's me, and Heather Smith, all the way over on the other coast in California. Welcome, Heather.
1: <laughs> hi, <laughs> hi, everybody. Welcome to the show where your wrongness is really a strongness, and happiness is just a choice. <laughs> are you choosing any yet? <laughs> You no, know, the new year and all. <laughs> is is the right. New Year is that is this the time, time for some happiness? <laughs> new Year, new
0: you, all that. Yeah. So, um, yeah. We, we have a show topic today. One of the I mean, uh well, uh, I was going to say obviously, except for last week we really didn't have a show topic. <laughs> um so this week, you are welcome. We Yeah, you are welcome. We have a show topic again. And this week's show topic is basically, I'm going to let Heather introduce it, but it's about how some of the smallest actions you can take and some of the requests that you may make may show up in a totally different way than you expect, making those things that you're asking for that seem really big Maybe easier than you might expect. So take
1: it away, Heather. What are we talking about? <laughs> so we called today's show "Butterfly Maneuvers," <laughs> and um, there was a couple of different things that inspired uh, that title <laughs> and this topic, um, which I can talk about later in the show. But, um, but really, what we're talking about is like, like the last several shows in particular. We've been talking a lot about asking for what you'd like in your life and, you know, giving you a variety of different tools uh, for creating that and how it can show up and talking about asking questions and how when you ask a question, you're not looking for an answer. You're actually inviting the universe to deliver what it is you're asking for. So I thought today that we'd talk about that a little bit more and how it can seem like – you know, nothing's happening, or it's like, you know, like, how does this work?" right? Because we're so used to how we were trained in school that you ask a question to get an answer and that there's a right answer, and that there is usually some kind of linear steps to that answer, right? That's often what we're told. So um, so I'm gonna actually read the description real quick. Um, So we've been talking a lot on the show about asking questions and allowing the universe to go into motion to deliver what you're asking for. Did you know that the universe is very unlikely to deliver it in an obvious, linear way that makes sense to you? So today's topic, Butterfly Maneuvers, is about those erratic, unpredictable movements that are contributing to what you're asking for showing up. So, well, I I don't love know. that description,
0: yeah. but but even more than the description, I love the story that you told me about when that mo- the most recent time that that has it, gone into effect for you. Because I know I've got a few of these in my yeah. life too that that I can talk about. Um, and by a few, I mean I use this every single day. And I laugh every time stuff shows up because oftentimes <laughs> it's also funny. Like the universe has a sense of humor or I just think, Oh my God. Yeah. Literal <laughs> are very funny. Right. Cause oftentimes it's yeah. very literally what I asked for. Um, maybe even more so than what <laughs> I act, what I thought I was asking for. So tell me about your most recent time that this <laughs> happened for you. So we can give people an idea of, of how, what this is and how it just Yeah. Happened.
1: Yeah. So, um, So I, like six months ago or so, I had come across this conference that was, it was like a leadership conference on sustainability. And it was, you know, talking about lots of members of this group of people that get together regularly for this leadership conference. And it was all Fortune 500 companies, you know, super big corporate names that I've seen everywhere. Everybody knows all these companies. And so I was wondering uh, just about this group and what it is they're really talking about in terms of sustainability. And, um, you know, cause the conference description was pretty lean on, on the details of what it is they really discussed. It was like, networking and people who are on the forefront of it but not saying what that meant or what that really was so just curious I'm like, oh, I people are people who are really on the are. forefront
0: of something we're not going to tell you what it might be yeah.
1: you're welcome yeah. yeah
0: people who are on so, the forefront but it, of it, being it, on the forefront it, it, <laughs> right.
1: they're so yes. on the forefront okay. they don't even know what they're on the
0: forefront of <laughs>
1: Yeah. So, you know, so in my curiosity of who these people are and what they're really talking about, um, part of the curiosity for me is because I have a a new business this last year with my family that that created an insecticide that does not use poison of any kind. So it functions like a pesticide in that it can kill, you know, um, mildew, mold and fungus and soft body insects and it's used for agriculture. So, um, you know, not using poison as an insecticide or fungicide is pretty revolutionary, and, you know, so we consider ourselves a a company that is working in the field of sustainability and thinking of our future and stuff. So anyway, I'll bypass all that. But (laughs) so my question was, who are these people and what are they really talking about? So just this uh, couple days ago, I was also having kind of a grumpy day, and I was like, "Oh, I wonder what would uh, contribute to me being a little happier today." <laughs> you know? And then a girlfriend of mine calls, and she surprised me. She was in town. She doesn't live anywhere near me, and she just happened to be in town, and she had a couple hours available. So I'm like, "Oh my God, perfect! One of my favorite people in the world. I could go meet her for coffee and get to hang out for a couple hours and visit in person instead of talking on the phone." So. I went over there, and uh, she started telling me about what she's been doing and all these people she's been meeting. And guess who she has met in the last couple of days? Who? <laughs> yeah, who? Who? Yeah. She's been hanging out with a man who is on the board of directors of the conference <laughs> that I've been asking to learn more about. <laughs> Say it ain't so. so I'm like <laughs> <laughs> Yeah I know, I'm like, what no way? So that is what inspired butterfly maneuvers. I'm like, I could never guess in a million years that a possibility for a lot more information could come from a direction like that that I would never suspect. Um, from the so called random meeting <laughs> of people and events. <laughs> So that's yeah. a great example for me of how the universe conspires to deliver to you what it is you're asking for, and you never know how it's going to get delivered and how it's going to show up. So, wow. Well, one thing I love about so you fun. is you're
0: willing to have a totally unpredictable, like you're allow, you allow for things to contribute to you from un, totally unpredictable directions, and not everyone is. You know, that's one of the things about when you get really doesn't work very well about being incredibly focused about something, Um, being focused can be fine, but there has to be an opening somewhere for the unexpected actually show up as well. you know so that you can actually have things appear more quickly or from directions that you don't expect and i think that that's one of the things and we'll be talking in a couple of shows about things that billionaires do that that the rest of us don't and um this to me is one of them that they may have tart that they have targets and things that they're asking about so you saw something and you're like this looks Mm -hmm. like a possibility for my business as well but what is this actually about and you know, am I, would I actually be a good fit for this? Could this be something that would work for me or with what we're creating be something that would be good, a good conversation to have with these guys? How do I get more information? Yeah. <laughs> and instead of a phone number showing up or an email address showing up, a person shows up out of the blue <laughs> yeah. um, and a lot more fun yeah. than in a lot, a way that was a lot more fun than, you know, those kinds of, you know, yeah. cold call emails or you know, phone calls as well, and actually a much better connection for the future. So I think that's really that's really the cool yeah. part is that, sure, there are plenty of other ways you can get there, and you can get, get there the direct way, um, and, but that may or may not be the efficient way, the fast way, the easy way.
1: Right. <laughs> <Okay>. Yeah. <laughs> so it's really, um, it's taken me practice to get to this, you know, it wasn't, I haven't always been willing for things to just show up. And um, so maybe we can talk about a few of the different tools or practices to start developing that. Um, The first thing that comes to mind is patience. Um, And part of the patience, what that looks like for me is, okay, if I'm asking for something – except I'm not looking for an answer. I'm looking for a possibility and I'm looking for the universe to contribute to it showing up. How does that work? So it's it's like asking and then, again, we're so trained to go and look for the answer or, you know, hop on, you know, making phone calls or something obvious and linear. So it was a choice to start letting that go. Like, Oh, okay, but I need to ask Can real I, quickly because I, I get that it's I get that it's yeah. a big question
0: with listener or might be a big yeah. question with listeners is what is the difference for a lot of people? It might be semantics, might be the only difference that they see mm. between uh, between possibilities and an answer. They're like, okay, okay, yeah, all right, possibilities. Okay, cool, you want me to just shift my the word I'm using in the place of an answer. Um, and So what is the difference between for you between possibility and an answer?
1: Yeah, so an answer is, well, funny enough, it's often one of the first things that shows up. <laughs> um, but it's the, an answer is always um, solid, and it's usually one answer. Like there's there's one possibility. There's one thing. There's one right way. There's one thing that fits what you're asking for. So like, so for you, you if you basically
0: were saying, if you were looking at that website and you went, oh okay, there's uh, there's this there's there's this event that's about to take place. I wonder. I wonder what's actually going on here. Then the an, an
1: answer might
0: be, I'm gonna call and find out.
1: Yeah. And an answer would be, you know, what other pages are on the website that talks about this? Um, and another answer could be, oh, I see that these are all Fortune 500 companies that are getting together. I'm not a Fortune 500 company. It probably doesn't apply to me. That would be an answer. Okay, that's
0: a huge one. Very okay, so, cool. So then
1: possibility, yeah, so on the other hand. So a possibility is – to like a, a lot of those things came up for me. Like, yeah, okay. I could call the phone number. Or I could, I could have done all those things. Those were an option. Uh, and they were the like obvious answer of how to proceed. The difference for me was asking that and then like kind of letting it go, I guess, or just not pursuing, trying to grab hold of something definite. Like the, an answer is definite. Like, that answer is that, oh, it's Fortune 500 companies that probably has nothing to do with me, that's not a question. That is very definite, right? <laughs> or, oh, I, here's a phone number. I can call to find out what they're all about. That is a very definite thing. For me, a possibility, it can have those things, except that's just one possibility. That's just one way that I can find out. That's just one thing of what it is. So... Um, for me, asking about what's possible here, it's what are the things that are actually available that I never considered, and not trying to answer that question. Again, letting the universe go into action to deliver a different information other than the obvious stuff that's right in front of me or the conclusions that I have. So I don't know if you could speak more to that. I feel like I've maybe lost people on that. <laughs> Like, oh, everybody's checking out. So you're just like, well what? what's funny is
0: that you funny is you
1: really did lose
0: me on that. I disappeared part of the way through and couldn't hear you on the line at all. <laughs> oh so, <laughs> I was, was very so funny. funny. Remember a long remember a long time ago that used to happen when I would talk all the time? Yeah. So a long I time do ago. That. I would go in, like, I would be talking about something, and then I would go into this really interesting like it actually felt different whenever I would be talking in whatever way this was, and I would just disappear <laughs> off of the phone call um so were <laughs> were you finishing talking about what possibility was? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yep. <laughs> Let me say it a different way, maybe. Oh, okay. I, I, I can I can pick yeah. it up from there. Um,
0: so one okay, of the cool. things, good. Good. One of the things is is that when in the example of you looking at the website, um, one of the things that I see is that even more than an answer and a possibility being something that are totally different. Which they are, because they do different things, the possibility always expands with possible, you get more more options and more ways that um the universe, other people, and things can actually contribute to you and your business, but also yeah um there I mean there's that part of possibility, and um it's funny because it does start to sort of break apart just saying that makes it so that there's a space that you can perceive. So if all of a sudden you feel spaced out, for instance, like you're you're not sure you heard yeah. what either one of us said, that can actually be the space of possibility opening up for you. And it's not one that most people are used to functioning in or used to functioning from. So it can feel like you space out, it can feel like um like you're a little loopy, or some people may be like, I need to drink some water. I might be dehydrated, you know, you may have these really funny thoughts.
1: I need some yeah.
0: caffeine. I'm sleepy. Possibility yeah. comes with a sense of relaxation and openness, and um, more of ava- more energy available to you. But not the kind of compressed energy that comes with an answer. So an answer always comes with yeah. this sense of compression, because it literally is taking all the possibilities that are available for you and turn and like compressing it into one, and slowing it yeah. down too into one option but that takes a lot of energy so it can feel very real so um so that can be the difference in sense of possibility and and answer answer you'll be probably pretty comfortable with <laughs> until until at <laughs> such point until you get used to possibility and all of a sudden possibility will feel really good um but until then it may feel yeah. that like possibility doesn't even exist like all of a sudden you're like, "Wow, well, that idea went nowhere, but what can happen is when uh when a poss- you ask a question and possibilities begin to like that that energy goes out to the world and it starts coming to you, it actually gets a lot more space to it. So that sense that something is happening may disappear. So Heather mentioned that earlier. Like it feels like, it yeah. may feel like nothing's happening. That's why. It actually is out of your control, but now there's a space available. And like I said, more energy available to you. So to put that in really practical terms though, basically what happens is you ask and stuff starts, starts showing up just like Heather was talking about. So a couple of times that that I've done this in my life, one of them really recently is, and usually when I know they're going to happen is when I ask and I don't really think about it. So one of the times I've asked and didn't really think about it, I've talked a lot about um, on the show is for a car, but I've got another one from recently where I looked down at my, um, my iPad And it's an iPad. It was one of the really nice ones. It's one of the ones that, like, you should be able to replace your computer with it, but you can't. It's really confusing why you can't. (laughs) So I had (laughs) taken it so that I I could travel with it, do everything I need it to. So if I travel with it, I still have to travel with a computer. So I looked down at it one day, not having used it for, like, five months, um, and I got it, like, six months ago, and uh, was like, Gosh, well, I wonder. I wonder if I could trade this for a computer somehow. But that was it. Mm. I didn't do mm-hmm. anything about it because it wasn't really important to me. That was the thing. It was just sort of like I didn't mind that I had bought this thing and I wasn't using it. I was like, well, that was good information. I won't do that again until they're usable. <laughs> um, and and I was like, uh, maybe I'll use it sometime for something, and then just put it back down. <laughs> A couple of weeks later, a friend of mine sends me a message and says, "Hey Steph, would you be willing to trade your iPad for a computer?"
1: <laughs> That's awesome. He's
0: like, "Are you, or are you still loving it?" And I was like, "Nope, I'd really like to trade it for a computer." He's like, "Cool, cuz all I need it for is the screen." And um and he's like, "And I'm not really using this guy. I'm using another computer instead." And so, anyway, so I now have a computer. How's it getting better than that? It. And it was literally that easy, you took that little effort and you know, um again, I didn't know how that was going to happen. I thought that there might that I I might run upon something like what Heather was talking about where I thought maybe I would run into a website all of a sudden that was like trade your gadgets or you know, or something <laughs> like that. Um, you know, yeah. I knew once I once I looked at it and just went, Huh I wonder if I could ha- I wonder if I could have a computer instead you get kind of used to what the energy feels like when you actually ask for possibility because that matched what I did with the car oh I wonder what would happen if I had a car that actually contributed to my business and then the next car well I wonder what would happen if I had a car that was fun for me contributed to my business and was really luxurious and then it showed up just like that they have this it has this real ease <laughs> about it And it also has this, um, I wasn't really looking for an answer. I really was just curious because I didn't need anything. So this might be the next big thing is really looking at um, what have you decided you need that actually is getting in the way of it showing up? (laughs) Have you ever met one of those guys guys or girls that's like (laughs) consistently desperate for a girlfriend or boyfriend but like always there's never been a time that you've ever talked to them even when they have a girlfriend or boyfriend where they don't still seem desperate for a girlfriend (laughs) or boyfriend Do you know these people (laughs) that would be a need (laughs) (laughs) that's need and and we we see it with that and we go oh my gosh there's been a couple of guys that I was like I'd go out with you if you would stop being so desperate but When I go out with you, you talk about being desperate. We're not enjoying ourselves. And so, you know, it's easy to spot with dating, but how many people are doing it with money? How many people are doing it with clients? How many people are doing it with business? How many people are doing that with you know, all the other, you know, happiness. Um, And it's the same thing. It does the same thing, except for in the case, in the other cases, it's like money doesn't want to come play. They're like, God, I'd come into your bank account, but you're always so desperate even when you have me. (laughs) You know, you're no fun to be around.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oops, I think we have another show topic. (laughs) Um. (laughs) Well, so that's a – Again, when need is like an answer, it has that kind of solidity, and I love that um, how you talked about that. Every answer is super solid and condenses the energy, and it's a narrowing and elimination of possibilities um, when we look for the answer or when we put it in the category of need, like. We've decided that whatever it is we need, that's the answer, and as soon as we get it, then everything will be fine, except for very often people don't recognize when they start to have that thing they say they need. <laughs> they just stay stuck in the need of it, and they don't even notice, like, oh, okay, I, I, I'm on a date right now, right? <laughs> Maybe I right. don't need a date. Maybe I actually shouldn't tell this one. person
0: I'm desperate. <laughs>
1: Maybe I shouldn't
0: be talking to this person about how desperate and unhappy I am because I can't find someone to be with while they're sitting right in front of me. (laughs) Right.
1: (laughs) Right. So, yeah, this can apply in every area of our life. You know, when we think we need money, we're desperate for money, we look at all the ways we don't have it and we stop looking at what else we could do to start having it, and we, we ignore the money we actually do have in our bank account or we do have in our wallet or we do have in our pocket um, or the things of intrinsic value that we have in our life. So I can't tell you how many really stories
0: a- I've heard from people that I know personally who have thought that they were doing terribly with money because their money felt the same to them. So, you know, one year they decided that they would change their money situation. The next year they're pissed because, you know, what they've decided that they'll change um, and all the actions that they took, they still feel the same way with their money. They still feel like they can't afford stuff. They still feel like they're not earning enough. Only when they stop and do the books, I know of at least three people that have told me about doing this, when they've stopped and done their books, they've more than doubled their income. So yeah. it's not always yeah. that what you're getting is matching how you feel <laughs> or how you feel is matching what's actually happening. It can be a distortion of reality, and that distortion of reality is usually based on what we've already decided is true for us. Those are the answers that we already have for ourselves. So to me, when it, one of the really big things to know about when you go to ask for things is, is being aware of your point of view. So, for instance, if you have the yeah. point of view, if it was Heather and she she went and she was looking at websites, and she had the point of view, um, nobody wants to know about what we have to offer, while she's looking. When she got to this website and saw, hey, you know what, this this looks like something that matches what we do, she met instantly. She would have found a way that it didn't that it wouldn't have. Um, worked for them. So for instance where she said, "Yeah, but these companies are all too big." Nobody. So anything that matches the story. These companies are all too big. See, nobody wants to hear what we have to offer. We actually create the stories that match what we believe. We don't actually see what's real and then choose from there. Where when you're actually that when you're actually looking from a place of possibility, you willing to either acknowledge your point of view and change it or willing to look past your point of view um, to see if there's anything else possible that you haven't considered yet. So one of my favorite questions to add there is what's possible here that I haven't yet considered.
1: Yeah. And another tool that I love with this is whenever I come to an answer, uh, I acknowledge it. I'm like, okay, well, this is one thing. Like, I, okay, I found this one thing that matches that seems like an answer and is, it looks like it matches what I just asked. That's just one thing. What else is there? So it's, it's the same question of what else is possible, but it's adding that acknowledgement of like, okay, this is one thing. So now what? What else? What else besides that? Because so often we stop as soon as we get that one thing that looks like it matches what we ask. Well, that's a good point. And
0: then, yeah, well, the the other thing is that with that, when you were speaking earlier, you were talking about if you're functioning from a linear reality, meaning this plus this equals this, and that's where I'm going. You don't actually consider or begin creating your future with that point of view. So when you do the thing that you're talking about right now, which is never taking a single answer as the answer, I've done this a lot whenever um, I'm on the road and I'm looking for, for instance, makeup artists in a new area. What I'll do is I'll mm-hmm. start looking, and there will oftentimes be somebody that I'm like, that, that person, right? That information, yeah. which is a little, it, it it can feel like an answer, but it can also be an awareness. So that whole, like, oh, I want to work with that person. But the second that I yeah. do, oh, I want to work with that person, I also go, cool, I'll contact them now, and who else can I work with? Now, the cool thing about that, which is really just another illustration of what Heather was talking about a second ago, is that it also begins to build for the future. Because I don't know, by contacting all of these different people, I don't know what that creates or who they'll introduce me to or who, you know, or what else they do. Right, so I maybe think that I'm looking for one thing, but what I may find out is that this makeup artist is branching out into cryptocurrency and that's something I wanted to learn about. Or I may find out that you, know, <laughs> you never know where these yeah. weird lines are that lead out from you beginning a conversation. So to me, looking for one bit of information I always include the possibility that there's bits of information available that I haven't considered yet. Now there is a big tool that I use in every conversation that I have and every person that I look up or every resource that I'm looking for. And that's what's light for you is true for you. And what's heavy for you is not true for you. So if I'm looking at, will this person, if I talk to this person, will it expand my business? If I, if I look at this, Um, you know, if I look at this event or if I include this event in my business, what will it create for the future? And so for, you know, Heather, who knows what what this creates as a conversation for the future. If you think, if the only thing you're looking at is, should I attend this particular event at this particular time with this particular set of people, then what you're looking at may or may not be the actual information that will contribute to your, Business the most dynamically, so Heather may be looking at something and not know it. That's five years down the line, and it's through the people that she in, that she speaks with. So it may be through a conversation that she has that actually changes the course even of you know the future events that they're having. Where if she asks one question of someone, "Hey, so what is the scope of this event?" <laughs>
1: Right. Even (laughs) just asking a question question
0: like that of someone. What is the scope of this event? What what is this event? What are you you know, what do you desire to create with this event? That question can haunt someone and create a different future because it begins to ask them what they're creating. And so, you know, again, all the futures that we can create just by asking a question or showing up or having a conversation. We may never know the extent to which those change the world, but if it's part of Heather's target to change the world or create a more sustainable thriving earth, then every conversation that she's having or every light and heavy that she uses is actually contributing to that as the conversation. Cons- contributing to that as a future possibility yeah. on the planet. And that's one of the cool things about not having to have everything be so linear is that now instead of only trying to sell a couple of extra bottles of product, we're actually looking at what <laughs> would create the kind of future that I'd really like to have on this planet. Does it include a thriving business? Does it include you know, a um, an industry that cares about what the products actually do to the earth and to the people that they touch what are we looking at here yeah
1: beautifully said i love it you took the words right out of my mouth <laughs> <laughs> Oops. well and that's that's it's like the the things that we'd really like our life to be they can have that scope you know they can be that big of a question uh, and when you have that openness and willingness to have the whole universe to contribute to what you're asking for and not have to figure it out before you get there but follow what's light and be aware of what's heavy and keep choosing and keep going and keep going and keep asking questions that you know the butterfly maneuvers <laughs> you know, can contribute all of those random things that seem like oh uh, you know, I'm unhappy, I want to call my girlfriend, or I get, and I get a, girl, a call from my girlfriend who makes me happy every time I talk with her, <laughs> you know, shows up. And then that leads to that bigger question that I had and the other questions. Um, yeah, and so it's like living your life and letting letting all those things contribute in magical ways that you never would be able to come up with on your own. It's like, would you be willing to have everything in the world contribute to you, to your life becoming greater, to your life becoming easier, to the things that you're asking for showing up some way, even though you don't know how, like, would you let that occur? Would you allow yourself to have that? And, um, yes, you know, a, <laughs> a little hint, if you feel like you need it, that's going to be a repellent, to it showing up. If you feel like you found the one answer to whatever that thing is that's going to solve all your problems, it's probably not true. <laughs> it's like how, how many times in your life have you thought you found the right answer and it really did not turn out very well? It's because answers are so limited in what they can create. It's always less well, than I an see answer. A lot of answer. People-
0: Well, I see a lot of people able to get what they're asking for, meaning, you know, like, hey, I want the wife and the kids and the family and the or, you know, husband, depending on who's listening. Right. Like I want all of the things and I want the job and I want the right like I want the job and I want the title and I want the status and and create that. Because you guys are powerful, right? Like, uh, you—if uh, yeah. you are listening, I guarantee you are one potent, And you made it to the end; you are one potent mofo. <laughs> like, I guarantee. And and so the thing is, yeah. is, that we get what we want. But what we often find when we play with the, these, this whole like you know butterfly movements, this whole thing of creating creating with and from the unexpected. One of the things that happens is these. Other rewarding side effects show up when you go, instead of going, the answer is, you know, the, the, the wife or the husband and the kids and the, you know, house and the car and the job and the title, if those are the answers, what, what have you discovered about those answers? That's how we end up with these midlife crises and stuff, because all the answers that we did such a good job of getting, getting or getting to, right? We have them. We got them. And it turns out that that's not actually what we were looking for. We got the things that were supposed to make a great life. And on the other side of those, you sort of discover, well, yeah, that was kind of a fun ride, but I actually enjoyed the ride and the achievement more than I enjoy what I actually have now, that stagnant thing that is the answer. The answers end up in stagnancy. With that magic and the butterfly movement, the thing that you're always looking at is what is the sense of what you would like to create even more so than what is the thing I'd like to have? And so the sense of what I'd like to create can always expand and can always be contributed more to. The answer, once you get there, like a goal, you're done. You got the goal. Now what? yeah. There's actually nothing else to do with it. It's sort of like you end up with that great toy on Christmas Day and it was fun for like 10 minutes and then the newness were off and you found out that all the bells, bells and whistles weren't really enough to keep you entertained. That's what an answer does every single time. The bells and whistles of an answer are not enough to keep you entertained. The mystery and the curiosity and the ever-expanding growth of possibility, that is something that you never get tired of. And always, is, it's like having the universe as a playmate in a way that... Um, it, you have this ever-expanding possibility that you get to know. You know what the possibility is and you know it will show up, but the surprise about how it shows up is is part of the fun because it's often, like yeah. I said earlier, <laughs> often funny. It's often funny or it's often silly or it's often way more, um, way more word for word what you said instead of what you thought you were asking for, and that's part of the play. <laughs> um and so you know i would personally wish you all the joy of the play of possibility and the question that um allows for the universe to be your playmate in that way. That be if I if I could just have yeah. a wish for for all the listeners, that's if anybody wants that, I then that's what I would like for you guys to have and that's really to me what we're talking about every single week. How can you create a life that um doesn't dead end in its mastery, but actually expands with every every question you master.
1: <laughs> yeah. I love it. Well, and you can apply that. Like if you have, you know, the husband or the wife and the kids and the house and all those things and you got there from answer, you don't have to throw all those things out. (laughs) You don't have to get rid of all of those things. What if you just started adding questions and questions like, okay, so what else is possible here? What else is possible with this house? What else is possible with this wife? <laughs> what else is possible with these kids? If you start adding question to the things that were an answer in the past, you might find out you, you, you didn't choose that bad. <laughs> you might yeah. find out that, that the things that you have that seem like they're kind of eh not that fun, not going that well, kind of lackluster, (laughs) not as much fun to play with. When you add a question back into it, you might find it comes back to life again in a new way. You might find it it comes to life in a way that you didn't know was possible um, when you were functioning from an answer. I love that. So I... Yeah, so I would invite you to just to start asking that question of what else is possible here I never considered with those things that you already have that maybe are lackluster or you're not having as much fun uh, with anymore. You know, start asking what else is possible and, and see what starts to show up, see what starts to unlock. Cool. Um,
0: and um, then I have something, the tools that we use come from Access Consciousness. And one of the big yeah. places one of the the biggest toolboxes that we have in access consciousness is a couple of the the beginning classes because we like to put all of the biggest the biggest tools at the very beginning it, are two classes one of them's called the <laughs> bar access bars, and one of them's called uh, access foundation and so uh, the bars is actually something if you have a head that is full of gibberish all the time and you have or you have trouble sleeping or if you have trouble with anxiety or depression uh, access bars is phenomenal it basically begins to you know how they say that your thoughts and feelings and emotions begin to create sort of synaptic pathways that become a habit for you so it becomes hard to break that those thoughts those feelings those emotions as habits Um, The bars help you break those habits with total ease, and you get to do bars just by laying down and letting someone touch your head very gently. (laughs) So
1: um,
0: what a gift. How does it get any easier than that? And um, then the other one, the foundation, basically begins to look at where the foundation of your life has come from all of these different crazy answers. And we find out how many of the answers that we have in our own lives are actually crazy. They made sense when we made them, but oftentimes when you make a choice as a 2-year-old or a 10-year-old or a 12-year-old or a (laughs) 14-year-old, those are way different choices than you would make if you were choosing them now, right? Well, those answers are (laughs) still stuck in your head somewhere. So oftentimes we're functioning from these really old points of view that do not make sense for where we're at in our life or who we are today so it basically go undoes all of that and gives you a different foundation to function from the the foundation of question and, choice possibility and contribution which is a totally different way of functioning in the world
1: yeah such a fun class that's a four-day class and the bars is one day so, oh, my goodness, they're so amazing and powerful. And if, if you're looking for some change and a different possibility, you might like to check those out. And they're all over or the world. Or if you just want to come spend
0: uh, four days with me, I've got one coming up.
1: Yes. <laughs> What's the date? <laughs> What's, where do they go to sign up? <laughs> you can go to com.
0: <laughs> Yeah, you can go to com. That's the easiest place to find that. But also, you can find there are, are facilitators around the globe, so you can find someone near you or, um, or just find somebody that is light for you. Because for everything that I choose, I uh, use that tool. If it's light for me, I choose it. If it's not light for me, it's not. So basically – I get out of my head and I go, cool, if I choose this, what will my life be like in five years? Is it? Does it match the energy of what I'd like to have more of in my life? Yeah, I'm going. <laughs> does it match the energy of what I would not like to have in my life? I'm not going. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's, oh, my gosh, so many tools, so many possibilities. <laughs> um, so uh, do we have anything else coming up or is that it for now? we wanted to give uh, our question that we had for the future show okay. so oh, I'm yes, do please. That. So, oh my gosh i hope
0: you guys are still listening because we want to know something we have yes, all these so. we've got shows planned <laughs> for the next six weeks and they're all really fun but we have one on in particular is this for the one is this for the valentine's yeah one, right
1: Yes. So yep, for yep.
0: the Valentines, I don't remember what the question is, but I, I remember being excited because I, I want to know. Okay, what is it?
1: <laughs> so um, if you have a, a happy relationship, like a relationship that really works for you and you enjoy, um, we would like to know what is it, like what is that if you have, let's see, if you have a woman who is like, she's not easy to please, she has particular things that if you do, she's really happy. If you don't do, she's really not happy. Men, we would like to know what are the tricks and tools and things and lines, the so one-liners that you have that always work to please your unpleasable woman? <laughs> oh, but I, <laughs> I remember like the know. other
0: question we had.
1: I remember yes, the other that. question we had too, though
0: if you have yes. someone in your life and they have told you what they would like you to do for them and you don't do it, why not? Cause I've seen this, yes. I've seen this a lot and I've watched it happen with other couples, watched the, the woman ask for something and the guy say basically just never do it. And I've also seen guys ask for something and women never do it. Almost like, if you ask directly for something, you're not allowed to have it. But I want to know, like, if you're one of those people who your partner has said over and over, and this can go for the ladies listening too, um, if you have somebody yeah. who's asked you for the same thing over and over or has very specifically asked for something particular and you don't do it or you you haven't done it, why? Why not? What is it about them asking directly that you, you know, that you haven't done it? And then, um, yeah. And so then, and the other ones for those of you guys who have something that makes your uh, significant other um, particularly happy, tell us about that because we're going to um, <laughs> put together a little put together a little treat for
1: those of you listening.
0: <laughs> yeah. So
1: you can go to Facebook to the Good Girls Guide to Being Wrong to send us a message. Um, you can post on there or send us a private message um, with your comments um about that we would love to hear from you and uh, like we said we're going to be putting together a couple shows on these topics uh for all of you so i think that's it for the day are we are we wraps it up the so
0: <laughs> yeah, let's call it quits for today. But but we would love to see you again next week. So if you enjoyed this, yes. uh, you can go straight to the Blog Talk Radio page by going to com. That will take you to Blog Talk. And you can actually hit a button in there that says, Something like remind me, and if you click on that, um, it will remind you of future shows. That's how I remember how to show up. And uh, the <laughs> other thing, the, <laughs> the other thing you can do is you can add us on iTunes or you can add us on Stitcher Radio or your other favorite listening platforms because we're on, I think five or seven different platforms. So check your favorite listening platform, add us to your favorites list, and um, or just tune in every Wednesday at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern time.
1: Yeah. And that's it. All right, everybody. used use that. Thank you so much for, yeah, easy peasy, lemon squeezy. <laughs> so thanks for joining <laughs> us, everybody, and we'll look forward to playing with you next week. Bye for now. How's it get any better than that? Bye-bye.